Hello, and welcome back to another fine episode of the Keeping That Smile podcast, featuring me, Neil Smith, who is, of course, your producer, stuntman, and director for this very special episode of the Keeping That Smile podcast. Hello, how are we? Uh, my apologies for last week. I have now bought a new microphone, so any updates or anything like that that happen on this podcast will come through the Instagram account that I have, which is um, Real Neil Smith, The Real Neil Smith. It's one of the two. Um, so yeah, I did a whole podcast episode last week and it was not working in the slightest. So I did it again and still not working. It comes up on the like the audio flicks, if that makes sense, but not not doing anything. So no audible, no audio, audible. You know what I mean. Um, but hopefully this one works. We've done a test run and it all seems fine. So here we are. Um, right, lots to catch up on. It's been a hell of a week, week or two. Uh, I went to my brother's wedding uh, the weekend just gone. And that was fucking fantastic. Uh, just so, so beautiful. <laughs> it was such a good wedding. Uh, it was a bit of a tricky one for me because uh, as we know on this podcast like my family's always been a bit touch and go for me I've, I've never kind of really felt like I had a family in in some ways um just a lot of trauma there and stuff you know but I, I was actually really looking forward to going it's been a long time since I, we've all been together um obviously when me and my when me and uh my mum and dad and everyone kind of uh, when my mum passed away I went to go live with um my dad, my stepmom, my two stepbrothers and my stepsister um, from about the age of seven to 15, 16, something like that. Um, so, you know, really important years of your life. I grew up with those guys and, and we were all there and um, it was really emotional. I loved, loved seeing them all. And um, yeah, it was such a good day. It was such a funny day as well because um, uh, my, it was my older brother's his friends my word his friends were just like the most peaky blinders motherfuckers you could ever imagine in your life <laughs> oh mush yeah yeah fucking your god fuck you Neil. proper cockney lads it was fucking funny i had to put on my best cockney impression because my little camp boy voice wouldn't have gone too far if i was like hey yeah oh my god you guys <laughs> But it was, um, it was such a good day. It was such a good day. It was just nice to reminisce and see such old faces that I hadn't seen since I was a kid. There was um, uh, my stepmom's uh, dad got into the car um, with his with his partner, and uh, I said like, "Oh hey, how's it going? You're all right?" And they're like, "Yeah, good. You?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "You look, you you both look great." Like, I'm like, "Thank you very much." And we both got in the taxi to the wedding. And I was like, so whereabouts are you two now then? And they're like, uh, we're in Chatham. And I was like, oh, right, okay, cool, nice, brilliant. He's like, do you know it? I was like, yeah, well, I know bits of it, obviously, because, um, you know, my stepmom used to go down and that. And like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was only about three hours after that taxi journey, they were like, we had no idea who you were. We just thought you were a stranger. I was like, oh, <laughs> So I was talking to them, asking them where they live and how they've been, and they didn't have a bloody clue who I was, so... Fair enough. That's probably my fault. <laughs> Not being recognisable enough. 
Um, but yeah, having said that, it was amazing. And um, oh my God, let me just tell you real quick about the train journey back because that was insane. So it was, I had to get a train to Folkestone, which is um, near to Ashford, where I'm originally from, uh, originally from. So we got the train to London, Euston, then to Folkestone West. And then I had to come back on the Sunday. Now, the train down there on the Friday was absolutely fine. But because there was train strikes on the Saturday, like everyone's train got pushed. So everyone's trains on the Saturday were then moved to the Sunday. So it was chock-a-block, like chocker. It was absolutely horrible. And I'm sitting down happily in the aisle. I've got the aisle seat because it's reserved. And uh, no one's come to sit in the one next to the window. So I was like, all right, fair enough. I'll go sit next to the one in the window. Um, and as soon as I've done that, someone's come and sat next to me. And I was like, oh, I wish I'd just stayed in the aisle. But because I'm a good Samaritan, I was like, fair enough. You can, yeah, sit there. Fine. Yeah, cool, whatever. And then, uh, and then this guy's wife comes down and she's got like a massive suitcase. Like it's humongous and like four bags. And he's like, you sit here. So I've got this woman that's come in and sat down next to me with this suitcase that she's put in between her legs and then bags on top of it. Like the suitcase, like her legs. So her, her leg is now on my side massively. So we're touching like, and I, and I move a little bit and then I'm like squished into this corner and I'm not like, you know, I'm small, but I'm not like that small. Like <laughs> I, 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 she hogged the whole armrest, even a little bit on my side, and I was like, "This is a joke. This is an absolute joke." And um, yeah, she just kind of like went asleep on her bags. Like, fucking, I, there was nowhere for me to go. It was absolutely impossible. And when it's a hot train, your balls get real sweaty. I'm so sorry to say that, but your balls get fucking sweaty. And I needed to itch them. I needed to itch them, but I was like, if I itch them, she's gonna, she's gonna notice, and it's gonna look really inappropriate. And I was like, I've got like, because she squished me, my like legs are on top of each other, and I'm having to like lean on the side. I've got nowhere to fucking go. So I, I was like, after about half an hour, this this was like a three and a half hour train journey back to Manchester because of um, uh, rail situations and whatever you want to call them um not train strikes the um they were doing maintenance in certain places so we had to go through the midlands and then up towards manchester um so <laughs> i said to her i was like right i'm gonna i'm gonna get up and stretch my legs i'll be back in a bit i even left my bag like on the chair so i've got up and i've stand i've, I've stood for about 30 minutes to 45 minutes just to like just, it was too much it was just too hot in there so i stood in like near the toilet bit and there was loads of other people standing there as well but it was nice to lean on something. I've then gone back after like the la penultimate last station and I've um, grabbed my, well, I went back to the seat and the seat, my seat was taken by her children and they've just looked at me and I was just like, don't worry, I can't be, I can't be bothered to ask you to move. Like we haven't got long left. I'll just go back to where I was and stand. So I've grabbed my stuff, grabbed the bag that was on the chair and, um, grabbed everything and then walked back and as I'm walking back this fucking road man oh my god it was just the worst thing. I don't really know what a road man is but <laughs> but this this guy right 
he was in like a what what were they called? Was it like a Burberry, like a Burberry coat, right? And uh, I'm he's walking down, and I was like, oh sorry, mate, because I'm still trying to get my stuff. I was like, do you want to come past me? And he's like, no, nah, go on then get your stuff. And I was like, all right. Okay, well, if I get my stuff, there's going to be less room for you to get past. So I got all my gear and he's waiting for me and I appreciate that. Thank you to that twat. But I got my stuff down and as I'm like about to walk back through the aisle, like I'm, I'm trying to walk through the aisle now, he's like walking back, he's taking about three steps back and he's like leant slightly to the side and he was like, look, brother, I don't know where you went. <laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> look, brother, I don't know where you went. I can't do it again. Look, brother, I don't know where you want me to go. <laughs> That was so bad. <laughs> Go, Eternal Yorkshire. Fucking hell. Anyway, this guy was white as well. This is how terrible the accent I'm doing is. Proper bad. Let me have a sip of coffee. Try again. Look, brother, don't know where you want me to go. Yeah, fuck it. That's going to have to do. Here's me wanting to get into acting. Can't even do that fucking accent. Um, but yeah, proper like up in my face about it and just like a lot of like body movement actions and I was just like fuck it mate squeeze past me then please <laughs> so I've like proper crammed in I was like there you go and he's like yeah cheers I was like There's no need for that as I'm walking down the aisle a load of people are just like shaking their head at me as if to go what a twat he was so yeah it was a bit of a nightmare coming back because then I had to stand for another 20 minutes um it was absolute hell um but I haven't said that it was well worth it to go back down and see everyone. And it was just such a, such a blessed day and congratulations to, um, my brother and, uh, his wife It was a very emotional day. I cried a lot. I really did. Um, I now have a roommate as well. Something, uh, that happened on Sunday. Um, my darling Kayla has moved in with me and things are going very well. We will leave it at that. Don't ruin it. <laughs> but um yeah i'm very excited for what's gonna happen in the future with that so more news will follow on that one but yes i have a roommate living with me in manchester i'm very happy about it she's come over from america she moved to london for six months and now she's moving in with me which i'm very happy about um where am i now ah okay um i should i don't know why i forgot this i almost didn't put this in my notes for today's podcast i'm going on holiday um tomorrow actually which i cannot have you look outside have you seen the weather it is absolutely appalling it just manchester just drains you doesn't it like you think it's going to be summery you can't wait to go out and just sit on the grass and have a pims with your friends and or something else a bit manlier probably <laughs> do a jigsaw in the park and it's just always gray and you're just like this place and oh god i mean i just needed to get out so um me and kayla are gonna go on holiday we're gonna go to spain and i can't fucking wait i really can't so sign me up uh it's not gonna be like a holiday holiday i'm not gonna go get drunk and eat loads of shit i'm still kind of trying to stay on top of my uh weight before i go to uh, america and stuff um because that's going to be a lot of eating <laughs> that for my content creation and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty heavy. So, yeah, just looking forward to getting out there. Just just seeing a bit of a different uh, view out of the window. And, like, you know, just miserable. Just constantly miserable. I want to be near a beach. I want to read a book. I want to go train in a gym. 
I want to dance a little bit and I want to eat some good food. That's what I want to do. So that's what I'm going to do. Uh, also, I have now decided to, and this is going to be a really boring bit. And so many people are going to be like, nope, this is it. This is me done for the podcast. But I'm going to get back into reading. <laughs> right, that's it. Podcast finished. He's, he's, got, he's bored me the second he's talking about reading. So I'm not, I don't read. I, uh, I really don't. I've tried and it bores the crap out of me. But I, if I want to potentially go back into acting and, and potentially do all this other stuff and, you know, I'd love, to, I'd love to be the host of a game show. I would absolutely love to be the host of a game show. I love games. And if I had to like read the questions, for example, off of like either the teleprompter or uh, cards or something, I would really struggle with that. So... My, it's, this is going to be kind of like my practice. I want to try and read. Um, so I've bought three books with me that I'm going to take to on holiday. And I'm going to make sure that I finish at least one of them. Um, because, and, and to stop doing um as well. I fucking hate doing that. We're just learning here, right? This is the whole point of this. <sighs> Coffee break. Uh, yeah, the main thing is if I'm, if I'm going to go walk into a, a studio or a theater or something like that and do a a read through or audition it's gonna have to be to the point and i'm gonna have to know how to fucking read do you know what i mean i mean there's some actors out there that have no, who are like dyslexic and can't read but i'm not at that level <laughs> yeah you know what i mean I've gotta start from somewhere so that's kind of um the goal for me is to go out relax go to the gym and just sit on the beach or resort or wherever we are and just read a book and chill out i can't wait i cannot wait i'm just desperate for a a nice chill because the last year has been pretty fucking mad hasn't it the last year has been completely and utterly exhausting i this this time last year i went to york um for like a little break and a holiday after me and sally broke up and then from that point on you know of went wild um I moved into this place, uh, you know, it's just been a constant, ugh, you know, I've got a lot of stress on my body. I've done physio three times a week. It's just been, it's just been a lot. So I'm really looking forward to getting away. I can't wait. Um, right, let's move on to some uh, questions or, or gossips or whatever we have today. Um, right, number one, <clears throat> hang on, let me just put my phone there so I can read it. Hi, Neil. I just wanted to say my wife's a bitch. <laughs> I don't care about being anonymous. She's doing my head in. Cheers, Paul Clark. Well, thank you very much for your <laughs> email there, Paul. That's very kind of you. <laughs> I, I wish you'd have put like your hometown or something as well so we could really like pinpoint you and find out who your wife was. <laughs> just want to say my wife's a bitch. Nothing else, mate. That's it. She's doing my head in. Paul Clark, don't give a fuck if she is this. Fuck you, Neil. <laughs> I love that. I actually really like that. I don't know why that's one of my favourite emails that's ever been. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck everyone. Fuck her too. All right, good for you. Uh, right, number two. Hi, Neil. Why do men insist on keeping their underwear even when they have holes in them? My partner has some that have been with us nearly 20 years. It's utterly disgusting. Some are barely hanging on by a thread. Great question. I like that. Um, to answer it, I don't know. <laughs> I just think, well, it, 
you've got you've got your special pants, right? You've got your pants that you like, or your underwear, or your bo- I wear boxers. You've got your boxers that you like, and they're for Fridays and Saturdays, maybe midweek, depending on who you're meeting, right? You want to be comfortable, right? And then you've got your so you use them normally. You use them first for whatever thing you use. And then you've got like your, your middle range pairs and everyone's got like the middle range pairs, the, the, the Calvin Kleins that have lasted about a few years too long, you know? We've all got some of them, surely. I'm speaking on behalf of guys here, I have no idea what women's um, underwear's like. Um, I have no idea what women's underwear's like. I've never once seen a woman in underwear in my life. Um, and then you've then you've got your just your... Your, your ball hangers you know what I mean like, there's not even a hole where your balls are your balls just hang like you don't know why you've still got them they're just there in case you forget to do your laundry for a week or two and you just you just have ball hangers and they're the ones that are hanging on by a thread where your, your ball will slip out and you just got to poke it back in and it's it's a great question um because I can't bother to go buy more probably I think buying a pair of boxes is it's just such a chore. You're like, are they going to fit my nugs the way I want them to fit my nugs? And that is just, mm, you know. But you're probably going, well, surely they're better than the, the ball hangers. Yeah, but it's loyalty at this point. What, what we've built, me and those boxes, is years and years of trust and loyalty. I know I'm not going to get hurt in them and they know I'm not going to hurt them. The second I throw that away, all the other pairs of boxes are going to be like, we're on, we're on time here. There's not going to be long for us left. And I don't want that. I don't want that for them. I don't want to, I don't want to send that message. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not a dictator. I'm ball taker. (laughs) Oh, that didn't work. It sounded like I said ball taker, ball dictator. Bulk take. <laughs> yeah, that that wasn't that wasn't a sentence I wish I'd said. Um, but yeah, I, to answer your question, I don't know. I really don't know. It's a bizarre one. Uh, right. Thank you very much for listening. That's all I have time for because we have to pack and do loads of stuff before we go on holiday. So uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, so sorry about last week. Uh, next week there won't be one um, because I'm going on holiday tomorrow. So I do apologize about that. But the following week uh, I will come back and give you more gossips and questions and everything like that. Uh, if you have any gossips or questions, please send them to keepingthatsmile at gmail.com. You are the best. Thank you for your time today. Speak to you soon. Bye bye.